I wanted to talk for a few minutes, uh, brief minutes, about vapor barriers because they're a controversial topic that get a lot of a lot of fire and and excitement and rage going on in Facebook groups and forums and stuff like that. So always a fun topic. Uh, my first suggestion with regard to vapor barriers and specifically where to get information about vapor barriers or where not to. My first suggestion is don't get vapor barrier information from Facebook. And the reason is that nobody's going to post enough information in, in one comment, you know, in some thread about camper van vapor barriers with regard to insulation for you to <laughs> glean any valuable data that you can actually apply to your build, uh, to your insulation system. And so, yeah, my suggestion is to just avoid all of that. It, it's a waste of time. Uh, most of the people commenting don't understand what vapor barriers do and what they're for. Again, it's a waste of time and you'll just get frustrated and worse than that, catch a, a bag of garbage with regard to knowledge and information and uh, build the wrong thing that will cause mold and mildew in your van. So what is a vapor barrier? What is it for and what does it do? Well, primarily a vapor barrier stops the transfer of moisture from outside the van or inside the van passing through surfaces. And that's a very, very loose definition. And the reason it needs to be so unclear like that and, and so unspecific is because there are so many, so many factors involved in determining whether or not you need a vapor barrier and what kind you need. Now, I can tell you what kind you don't need. You don't need to seal your, the interior of your van in plastic. That is a terrible idea. And the reason it's a terrible idea is because that inhibits the flow of air. As we talked recently about uh, stopping and controlling mold and mildew, you must have airflow through all surfaces, all areas, inside the walls, under the floors, everywhere. Air needs to flow. Otherwise, moisture will, when moisture gets in there, it will become mold and mildew, and it could possibly make you sick. It will also increase the chance of rust, etc. Back in the 80s, there was a lot of confusion about vapor barriers and how they should be used and applied and built and designed. And one of the things that happened during that period, there was a lot of kind of zealous building codes happening, and especially in the colder climates. And a lot of builders, commercial and residential, started sealing their walls with plastic. So basically, you know, uh, put up the stick frame construction, two by four uh, construction or, or larger members, if it's a, if it's a, uh, a commercial building, and then put in insulation. And then before putting on the drywall, seal it all in a sheet of plastic. Well, that caused mayhem in terms of mold. And many, many, many hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars were wasted and people had health problems and, and lost, there were lawsuits and, you know, lost fortunes, all kinds of terrible stuff because of this idea that, that, uh, that everything needed to be sealed and hermetically sealed in plastic. You must have airflow once again. Now, I'll, I'll tell you the best source for vapor barrier knowledge. Again, it's not Facebook and it's probably not any, really, any source. 
on YouTube or, or elsewhere with regard to camper vans, because the, the RV and camper van people aren't experts on insulation and, and vapor, vapor barriers and mold and mildew and, and condensation and things like that. The experts in, in those areas are in the building world. So I found a link to the U.S. Department of Energy site, which has some very specific information about vapor barriers and exactly how they should function in terms of permeability. Okay, now we're getting into very specifics with regard to science and and, uh, how a vapor barrier should allow moisture to pass through it, which is why they don't use plastic anymore. And a lot of that doesn't apply in a camper van because you can have more control over the interior temperatures and humidity in a building than you can in a camper van. In other words, as we discussed when talking about mold and mildew and condensation, you know, as soon as you get in the van, you've raised the humidity just by your presence because it's such a small space. And then, you know, steam some broccoli and all bets are off. The thing, the thing is a terrarium. And there aren't any vapor barriers that are permeable enough to block vapor and allow enough permeability, enough vapor to pass through to be really effective in terms of that hard insulation science. So again, airflow is everything in in a camper van. So so my advice is to not really worry too much about about vapor barrier. You know, there there's also so some confusion with regard to the difference between vapor barrier and wind barrier or air barriers. So if you're concerned about, you know, wind whistling around the, your door panels and things like that, or some aspect of your van and getting in, you know, blowing cold air in, or in the opposite direction, you know, a lot of air leakage from an air conditioning system or or a heating system, I, I wouldn't be too concerned about that because you need airflow anyway. You know, we don't get to to have vans that are airtight. That's not healthy. You need airflow. So if you're thinking about air barrier, that is the stopping the leakage through individual holes, you know, you can do some of that, but you still need to have air circulating through uh, via your fan or your heating system or your air conditioner. So the difference between air barrier and a vapor barrier is that a vapor barrier stops the diffusion of moisture through solid material. I'm not going to try to get into the science of that here, you know, on this short podcast. I am going to give you a couple links in show notes to read about how the professionals in insulation and construction deal with vapor and vapor barriers and vapor retarders, uh, because it's important stuff. Um, Mostly it's important (laughs) that you not turn your van into a plastic bag that's a really bad idea. You will ruin your wood paneling or your insulation or your whatever you have in there. It's going to get moldy. You're going to have to tear it all out and throw it away if you seal things up too tight. I think the, the main point here is that vapor barriers marginally apply in RVs and camper vans. They don't substantially apply. And there are no hard, fast rules other than, again, don't create a plastic bag. Don't seal everything off so that air can't flow around 
paneling, through insulation, under the floor if possible, behind cabinets, around and behind electrical gear and batteries and inverters, all that stuff. Uh, that's the main thing. And so again, I'm going to give you some links that so that you can do some reading and you, you'll see right away just how complicated this stuff is. Vapor barriers are not simple. So many people in the comments on Facebook want to claim that they understand it and that they're experts on it and they've got it all figured out. Very, very few of them are, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just not very common. And the people that I think that are experts on it would say, eh, you know, stop worrying about vapor barriers. Uh, uh, mostly be concerned with, with more efficient heating and air conditioning systems, uh, really good insulation and the, the principles that apply in those areas and airflow. So those are my thoughts on that. Take a look in show notes for the links that I'm going to post there so you can, you can educate yourself on this topic. Hey, I hope you're enjoying the show. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Camper Van Podcast. The Vance Age newsletter goes out every Sunday evening, and if you're not signed up for that yet, well, you're missing out. Packed full of valuable, fun weekly features, product resources, videos, photography, exclusive content, and other cool van life stuff. It's easy to get signed up, only takes a few seconds, and the link to do so is in show notes right there in your podcatcher app. And while you're at it, I have a quick favor to ask. Please take a few seconds to send that link to friends, family, post it to your social media feeds, etc. It really does make all the difference and will allow me to continue publishing this show. Okay, that's it for now. Take care. Have fun. I'm glad you're here. Enjoy the adventure. Fast mail train, I see. I think I hear coming now.